Ivan the Terrible, Richard the Lionheart, William the Conqueror, historical figures whose qualities or deeds became attached to their names, defining them as people for those who would read about them later. This week, Jesus is also given a name. Here's the story. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. As stated at the opening, history is full of people who are named after some sort of tribute. And there's a lot of them. I mean, you know, you got Catherine the Great and uh, Frederick the Wise. Just a few more I can mention here. And then there's Jesus the Gate. It just doesn't have the same ring as the Wise or the Terrible. Just the Gate. But Jesus is content to be that lowly object through which we can pass that sits along a fence or a wall. Unless the gate is meant to be ornate, like something like wrought iron that you sometimes see in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, gates are usually passed by without a second thought. Sometimes people even get frustrated with gates when they don't open when they want them to. But the gate has a very great responsibility. The gate allows access, perhaps to a beautiful garden or one's home, and offers protection from those who'd want to intrude upon it, perhaps with malicious intent. The gate is the point in a wall that offers sanctuary within. What may be considered a lowly gate today was significant in Jesus' time. The city gates were the main access to the community. Business and some legal proceedings actually took, gate, took place at the city gates. The Psalms are full of references to city gates, especially those of Jerusalem. Perhaps my favorite is Psalm 147. God strengthens the bars of your gates and blesses your people within. Speaking of Jerusalem, that was rebuilt after the exile. Jesus is the gate, the protector, the way of grace into the family of God, offering more than refuge, but abundant life. get into the tech age with texting as a means of communication, the more I find that we use acronyms, POTUS for President of the United States, LOL for Laugh Out Loud, OMG for Oh My Gosh, you know, just to name a few. Makes you wonder how much of Orwell's 1984 we are actually living out today. One that baffled me at first, when I first heard it, it was somebody called an athlete a goat. I'm like, a goat? 
I found I, at first I thought it was to be insulting, but then I found out they meant the greatest of all time. Perhaps we could do an acronym for Jesus. Jesus the gate. The gate. G-A-T-E. Grace and truth eternal. Well, that's just shoot from the hip. Maybe somebody who's listening to this podcast they can come up with a better one. But here we go. Jesus the shepherd. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the Lamb of God. Jesus the gate.